Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I am joined by Allison Oconee, our community care pastor, Cliff Tatama, our interim pastor, and Michael Solis, our children's director and our speaker from Sunday, which is exciting. This is the first time at Arbor, correct, Michael? Yes. Outside of announcements, yes. Yeah, first time speaking at Arbor. Have you spoken at other churches before? One time at another church before. For okay, a, a so this is your service. second time speaking. Yes, and that first time was rough. It was, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Although, uh, prophetically, he had a dream about speaking here at Arbor once before. So in a way, he's already walked through That's right. This. Oh, that's right. Isn't that right? I yeah. didn't know. The dream that, weaver. That dream was, um, was a week before I was asked to join staff or at least interview for it. And in that dream, I was standing up on stage and I was supposed to talk about something. I had no clue what I was going to say. And I opened my mouth and words started coming out and people started laughing and I, it turned out. So uh, <laughs> it's what happened yesterday as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, he's been here before. That's right. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, Michael, today is Wednesday. So you've had some separation between Sunday and uh, today. How did you feel like it went? Uh, I felt like it went fairly well. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of nerves leading yeah. up to yesterday. I just really didn't want to not convey the message yeah. of the story and get myself out of the way. Yep. And uh, what I've learned is there's some things I can do better, for sure. <laughs> and uh, But I, I felt overall, once I kind of started sharing stories about things, that I really f- I, I felt much more comfortable. I felt like yeah. people who were listening were with me. Here's one thing, though, that also was going on behind the scenes was this was kid day here at Arbor, basically. And so as the children's director here, we had so many moving parts and like almost a literal circus going on outside. (laughs) So when you normally speak, those things are not happening. So you will have less nerves moving forward and less on your mind. I can imagine it was uh, a anxiety filled week almost for you with all the things going on. Yeah. So that's not normal. No, that was very exciting. Cause, cause as it is just the classes that we have, I'm usually, you see me running from one yeah. place to another to help with classes and not being physically there looking to really set that up. So it wasn't there, but then also having this after church party with the bounce house and the balloons and the yeah. popcorn and the snow cones. And it was yeah. such a cool day. Yeah. Um, and what I was telling Cliff right before it started, where we were looking out the window, I said, I'm just so honored by this community. Yeah. Like they are coming together in a way like that. They, they already do so many amazing things as a community. I'm just sitting back humbled going, look mm. at this church come yeah. together. It was really cool. And we, so cool. And we were having that dialogue actually right after I'd apologized to him for just what you were talking about, Allison, and, and said, hey, I think when we thought about it, it just sounded like a really great idea. Let's just do all the kid stuff on one day and let Michael do it all. And, uh, <laughs> and then we, you know, let him teach too, because it's, it's on that day and all that kind of thing. And What's the worst that could happen, right? <laughs> yeah. well, and it really wasn't until I saw all of that going on and realized, oh, he feels, has to feel responsible for all of those moving pieces and now we've asked him to do something he's never done at Arbor before in the middle of that. Wow. And I actually, I, 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 I told you, man, as I thought about that, I'm kind of sorry we did that to you. It was with the best of intentions. but Right. Threw him into uh, the deep end. Yeah, definitely throwing you into the deep end. I mean, and I feel like it made sense. I thought sense. you swam. 
you know, with the scripture and talking about kids. I will, I got to say thank you to Allison, first and foremost, though, because the one ask I had was for child dedications. Can someone please, outside of me, do this? And Allison stepped up and did, did a fantastic yeah. job with that. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. I loved it. I love, I love the whole atmosphere inside this room and outside the room. It just was a, a beautiful day. Beautiful. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. I think it was one of those days that I felt sorry for the online people. Yeah. Because yeah. the... Uh, Some things don't translate. You can't. You, you know? can't. The, yeah. the, the spirit, the atmosphere, and, and everything afterwards was just, just a great party. It was great fun. Yeah. As one volunteer said yesterday, he came up, or on Sunday, I mean, and he said, I think we needed this, <laughs> which was awesome because I think after COVID and, you know, just hard to get footing back and get normal like what is normal but whatever whatever wherever we are we needed a little party together like that so it was sweet for sure and and Hayden I know on your end you you had a chance to kind of view the online portion how was seeing the children during worship and maybe doing some of the scripture reading how did that translate on your side oh um so I tuned in I was kind of in and out like I think I said during um, uh, when we met together as a staff, I was on vacation. So in between the the time that I had in the morning, I, I hopped on and watched. So like I, I watched, I believe the first worship song, which didn't have kids, and the second one did. Right, yeah. Happy Day. So I mean, it, it was really cool and it was really different. Um, I, I remember being a part of the family service last year, and I don't believe we had the kids on stage last year. I think it was just we played children's worship songs at that point but it was cool go ahead Allison. oh i just was gonna say there was one time we had kids on risers under oh, yeah. each screen but yeah. i like seeing them up here yeah, front exactly. and center no it was it was really cool and it was different and, I, and for me it was i grew up in a church where we had you know youth sunday and kids sundays and stuff like that so it felt a little bit nostalgic and cool because i remember I, I was one of those kids that was up on stage when i was you know in that age range. So it was really cool. And I got to, um, I got to see the beginning where, uh, there was kids reading scripture and there was, there was a lot of things. It was funny. I am usually pretty involved in the services, but since I was on vacation for two weeks, I didn't check planning center at all. (laughs) And I turned on the live stream after, uh, after the, after Cliff had done his welcome. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Cause you had played those, those snippets of the testimonial videos. And then the kids got up and I was like, I, I have no idea what's going on there. And that's cool. <laughs> is like, this it's, Arbor? Yeah. It's, it's just getting, Arbor. We did a little remix of how we usually do Sunday mornings. <laughs> this is fun. So yeah, it was, I think, um, I think it was so cool just to see that we were doing things a little different and there was a different energy. And I think that it's a, it's a reminder that we got to mix things up every once in a while and do things differently. Yeah, and I love incorporating the whole family. Exactly. Like we're not just a bunch of adults who sit in a exactly. room. On Sundays, we are all ages and stages. Correct. So yeah. I love that. It was really cool. So, Michael, you, you've you known that you were going to be preaching this Sunday for how long? Gosh, how has it been? Two months, maybe something like that. About that. And yeah. from the from the beginning, yeah. was it always the plan that you were going to speak and then also do like, uh, basically, kids a part of everything that Sunday? Um, 
Well, from the beginning, we knew that it was going to be like an after church bounce house day yeah. kind of thing. But the the choice to incorporate kids in worship that was a suggestion from the yeah. beginning. But to have them also read scripture that was something that I kind of wanted to integrate as well. Yeah, because I was really looking for ways to. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the, the scriptures talking about the little children in Jesus yeah. is, really wanted to incorporate that big time. So, yeah. And, and you have the, you have the challenge that, um, Brian had last year, which was writing a sermon that can, uh, be applied and understood from very young children to, <laughs> and I guess the adults will understand it, but also be engaged with it. Right. So you had a super wide age range that you were trying to communicate to. Yes and no, right? Because we invited families to yeah. keep their kids here, but we also opened the classes. So the okay. kids so didn't necessarily yeah, need online. to sit in, in place here. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. like a... That's right. You were saying that, that there was children's programs on Sunday. Yeah, I, so. I, I probably would have omitted one of my stories had I had kids specifically in the room. <laughs> Which one? Uh, probably the story where I misread who my friend was out at the Alderwood Mall <laughs> and yelling out the window, how you doing, you saucy beast? Oh, god! <laughs> with a different word. <laughs> yeah, I was also not watching at that point, so yeah. Um, You're like, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to go back and listen to that. Um, so we said that the kids can go back to the children's uh, area, so... You didn't have the same challenge, but you knew that there would still be some kids present. Yeah, so for you sure. did have to make your message accessible to multiple ages. I did, and, and um, one of the things that that I was really thinking through was what kind of energy do I want to bring yeah. to the room, um, and what I felt like was as I was reading any scripture or as I was kind of sharing a personal story or something, I could really animate. I could, yeah up the the energy level as I was talking and, and taking the space. There was one point where I was pretending, if you will, to be one of my kids drawing on on the walls and I just walked the area. And so yeah. um, that, that was kind of some of the energy that I was thinking I really needed to bring to yeah. this one. So. When did you uh, when did you land on the scripture that you used on Sunday well, along that process? Yeah, the specific scripture is Mark ten thirteen through sixteen, okay. and it's uh, the little children in Jesus. And and where about in the process of finding out that you were going to be preaching that Sunday, did you land on that scripture? Well, it was mentioned from the very first week that I, I should probably be focusing on that one. Yeah. And, uh, over the next like week or two, it made a lot of sense that yeah. given the day, mm -hmm. this is what I was going to be talking about. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, Cliff, I, I was just going to say what made that neat though, is that the, the message Jesus is talking about it, about two little children, but it really is a message to those who would observe them as well as others. Yeah. You know, and, and the key point you took out is adult to adult as well as kid to kid and trend, uh, cross generational. It's all of that, mm. right? Yeah. Will you see people like Jesus sees people? Will you love people like Jesus loves people? Yeah. The, the, the main takeaway for the week was, can we see and love people the way Jesus sees and loves people? Mm. So that's good. Did you, did you find it challenging at all since you know, let's say 51 weeks out of the year, you're teaching two children. Did you find it difficult to then, flip or change gears and say, okay, now I've got to include adults into this, or is it still something that you ch are challenged by to, to take stories 
and bring them down to a younger audience. Or bring them down to the adult level. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Is there yeah. much difference? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, a great, that's actually a great question. Is there, did you feel a big difference in, in this Sunday versus the Sundays beforehand? You know, it's uh, in my history, I've had now had the honor of teaching different age groups. Yeah. And uh, I would say that the older generations in the orchard, uh, which are the older yeah. elementary, fourth, fifth grade, and then the younger in the high school group, the, like the, you know, the ninth, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth ish, they're some of the toughest mm. to preach to. Um, because I really feel like they sit back and it's like, all right, what do you got to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And oftentimes you have adults in here. Um, maybe they have some, some perspective that they're coming at going, Hey, why don't you say this or something like that? But they usually want to be there is what I found. They're yeah. wanting to, they're, they're wanting to learn something. They'd like to, you know, yeah. where oftentimes that other age group's kind of like, well, my parents dragged me here. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah. what are you going to tell me? Yeah. And, um, Across each one, I just, I, what I've found is if you really care about what you're saying and you've done a little bit of homework on it, you can usually get their attention. You can yeah. usually get them involved. So, I was just thinking as you were talking about that and the different age ranges, it would probably be a pretty interesting podcast to have um, all of us who are present here plus Brian and just talk about how we have people that all of us on staff at some level are communicating biblical truths to people and what is that process of, you know, writing a sermon for mainly an adult audience. Um, Allison, you do a lot of um, interpersonal, you know, one-on-one as well as speaking on Sundays and then also working with uh, groups to find curriculum and what they should teach on. And I'm leading worship and then Brian's teaching, um, you know, middle school, high school, and Michael's got everybody middle school and below and, and what the challenges are and, and, you know, what the process is like. That'd be really interesting to, to talk about that. But, um, Michael, can you remind me, you said it a couple minutes ago, what was the main point that you landed on for, or the takeaway? Yeah. It's, can we see and love people the way Jesus sees and loves people? Mm. And so children, so in that Mark passage, children had a value that the people couldn't see. Yeah. Specifically the disciples disciples. of Jesus. Yeah. They were rebuking parents for bringing them to Jesus. Yeah. Mm. I think that, that I'm sorry. Go go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that though arriving at that clear and concise a thing, Mm -hmm. man, it could have gone in so many places because if we could actually do that, stop and, and I know so often for me, when I'm really frustrated with somebody and if I start saying, Lord, would you show me how you see them? It completely changes my, the way I see them. It just gives me a different perspective of it. And then to be able to see them like he sees them and then love them like he loves them, it would change the church. Yeah. If we all just really owned that process, you know, which the disciples couldn't see at the time. Right. Cause that wasn't culturally the thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Lauren was just telling me yesterday about his LASIK eye surgery, and it reminded me of your point about seeing people the way that Jesus sees them. He was just saying it was like an eclipse went over his eye, and then he could see clearly, or mm. like it was a little foggy, and then it cleared up. Yeah after the lasers did their work. Yeah. And um, in a way, that's what we're asking Jesus for, right? Is like, give me eyes to see. Yeah. And then if you could love people in the way that 
intimately, customizably, uniquely fits them. I I just think they'd receive it on such a different level. Because I think we're all so unique, right? Not People are not all interchangeable. You don't treat them all just the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. I've asked... uh, a few times with with Cliff and Allison and Brian because they've uh, they've spoke a couple times or more than a couple times, I, I'm kind of familiar on how they go about writing their messages. But I'm I'm curious, Michael, what is the process for you? Of and why are you laughing? I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's because um, I if this is a moment I've got to give props to Brian. Oh, okay. And to the tech team. Okay. Um, it, it so I, I've I've had this opportunity to to speak in front of a church for the adults uh, once before about ten years ago, and since that time I've never really really put a transcript like this together, and then turned it into the slides that I would like to communicate as well. Yeah. And apparently when I pass the slides over to Brian, he's like, this looks like another language to me, man. What are you doing? <laughs> like it was. So when you talk about the process, I uh, not being so familiar with it just really didn't communicate well for what I was looking to Mm. put up for everyone. Um, but they were so gracious and helped me took the time to really understand what I was looking to say. Yeah. And, uh, so they, they, thank you guys. You did a fantastic (laughs) job. It's harder than it looks for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the, 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 message writing process you you knew where you were going to go scripture wise where did the main point come along that process um so you know it's uh cliff took time to really help me kind of because i it's almost like i had all the words i just had didn't really put them quite together yeah and uh there was a moment in in the actual sermon where after i talk about what it means to lay hands on each other in scripture, mm-hmm. I go into, um, so why did the parents bring their kids to Jesus and why did yeah. Jesus want the kids to come to him? And I just started rattling off, uh, a, a little bit of a practice that actually Cliff walked me through mm. and his whole point was to eventually get me to go, well, it's cause the parents love their kids cause Jesus loves their kids. And I just wasn't getting there. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, well, it's cause they, they wanted blessing and healing. And well, why do they want blessing and healing? Well, yeah. it's because they, they want them to live a full life. Well, why do they want them yeah. to live a full life? It's cause they love them. Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> Which is the point of what we're talking yeah. about. It's what, Jesus why do they love them? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you've gone too far. I don't know. Someone else needs to preach us. <laughs> One step too far. What is existence? Yeah. So uh. funny. But yeah, that's, that's really how I got to that final point. Um, and it, I just thought, you know what? I, it, it was a fun process for me to, to really discover that. Yeah. So I'm just going to take us through it together. And yeah. just uh, I, I just thought this is another place where energy can happen. And I need to know what I'm going to say well enough to just kind of really get through that and just build that up. And it's because of love. Yeah. And, and it, was so, it was so fun watching you in that process, Michael, because you were trying so hard to think of the right <laughs> theological, intellectual answer. And I kept wanting to get to the heart, and yeah. uh, and we just kind of went around it for a while. And finally, when you got there, I'm going, yes, that's it. And then you're going, it was like, oh, duh. Well, of <laughs> course, you know. And uh, but that's part of what communicating it all is about, isn't it? Is yeah. then you can begin to build everything on that, knowing that's that's the basis of why Jesus made those comments. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, I have to. 
ask this question to you, Michael. Did you feel, I, I haven't spoke on stage since uh, probably when I was in college. Um, did you have that after Sunday, you get done speaking, leave the church, just I need to sleep for <laughs> four days and and just pass out feeling? It was more of about 20 minutes that I got. <laughs> uh, at my house, you know, resting for a long time just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it was it was the needed 20 minutes. Yeah. And then at a certain point, Hallie and I just turned to each other and said, let's get a babysitter and just go out and have that's a awesome. celebratory dinner together. That's so cool. Oh, that's awesome. There yeah. you go. So yeah. we went down to that's Edmonds awesome. and we just hung out and it was such a great night. Where did you guys go for dinner? Uh it's a Mexican restaurant called oh. Las Brisas. Okay. Yes. So it was good. It was a good That's night. Awesome. And we had a blast and it was a it was a great day. That's yesterday. awesome. That's so, so cool. Cuz yeah, yeah uh, like, like we, we should saying. note that Las Brisas can send their tithe check to Arbor at uh, <laughs> Right, right, Box right. Oh. This is sponsored <laughs> yeah, by exactly. Las Brisas. Right. <laughs> I you. probably wouldn't have brought it up, but yeah. So. yeah <laughs> Product um, placement. Well, cuz not only I I've I have not spoke, like I said, for a while, but I, I remember and then hearing from everybody else, kind of just the exhaustion that hits after a Sunday. But you, man, you had so much going on, like kids programs. And then not only would that be a busy day, but then also all the stuff that was going on outside. Again, people who were not here online had no idea that there there was a block party going on outside in our parking lot, which just... I'm really bummed I missed this Sunday for sure, but um, just sounds like you guys had a, a wild <laughs> Sunday for sure. But well, you know, I I I think you know as long as I'm giving thanks and props out to people, I also want to say thank you to the prayer team. Mm. They had been praying over this Sunday because yeah. of weather. Yeah. Um. You know, I some folks, you know, maybe they've got different feelings about what spiritual warfare looks like, but stuff came at me this last week. Mm. Uh. I had both my cars break down through the week. Gosh. Um, all kinds of stuff just came at me. I couldn't sleep very well this whole week, and maybe it was just anxiety or yeah. maybe it was all kinds of things. But uh, all Man. that to say, I just kept focused on the Sunday. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a great week. Yeah. And so, and it was. That's it was awesome. such a great week. Yeah. So. Well, and I, yeah, our volunteers are awesome. They carried their load. Yeah. I also think I like being a church that it's okay just to not be like, um, perfect. Perfect. What you're gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. not. I'm not. That's no slam on anything. It's yeah. just like let's gather and have some yeah. some fun and connection time together. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, super legit. Yeah. <laughs> it just the people are legit, yeah, and exactly. it's so anyhow that came out. So I love I love the people that serve with you and. Um, Can we talk about the really dunk hard. tank as far as not being perfect? <laughs> I think that's just, I was just going to bring that up, actually. Uh, yeah, I was, talk to us about the dunk yeah. tank a little bit. It was probably the most popular thing with our whole community. Mm -hmm. And I was looking into what a rental for a dunk tank would be. It's like $400. And it was a cool rig. But um, Darcy, uh, Darcy Hockerainen, I'm pretty sure I said that right. She, Sounds good to me. Yeah, she she overheard me saying I'm looking for it. It's just pricey. She's like, well, we don't need that. We can just do a different version. And I was like, oh, really? And I asked her, would you be willing to take it on? She said, sure. And it was oh, so. Oh, cool. that's why she chased me down like that. <laughs> that's why she chased you down like that. Okay. Yeah, and that so it was sense. it was so fun. They put up a target. Kids hit a target, and someone dumped a bucket of 
really cold. Cold water. Cold water, cold water on <laughs> you. Came right out of the spigot. <laughs> yeah. They were running back and forth filling those buckets up at the spigot. I yeah. know. And it looked low budget, which it was, thankfully, because <laughs> yeah. we're trying to be good stewards with our giving and our money. But um, it wasn't like low on fun. It no. was just it was low so on cost. Cool. Oh, you so got, you got it a picture, so Hayden. It was, just a, it was just this little round shirt with a little red circle in the middle for the target was on some piece of like a piece of paper or something yeah. and and then people would just step back and throw at that and as soon as they hit yeah. that then that was a signal that they could somebody sitting in a chair the bench next to the chair with some <laughs> some buckets on it filled with water <laughs> and uh, as soon as somebody hit it yeah they would grab the buckets of water and pour them on the person <laughs> sitting in the chair oh. and i think uh i think almost everybody from our staff everybody yeah. who was there everybody yeah. from our yeah. staff participated yeah got yeah. soaked along with a whole lot of other <laughs> except people except for hayden yeah, yeah. who except conveniently I was, was yeah. absent yeah. that I day know. yeah yeah we should just I dunk had, him anyway still on I vacation had, i had just gotten a perm and i was getting my hair wet <laughs> yeah. just, you don't want to lose those yeah. curls yeah so uh, i had to, had to avoid but that. it was it was i i you know it was so funny you say that because and then brian brought it up in our staff meeting and i i was standing next to somebody looking at it and i said that is precious yeah it's the yeah. lowest budget way but it's yeah. still fun everybody's yep. having a great time doing yeah. it there were so many different participants that they could do from mm-hmm. throwing at the target to sitting and getting dunked to dunking yeah. somebody that everybody wanted to play and everybody wanted yeah. to participate yeah. and and stand and watch and so i mean and, little kids got dunked as well as all of us we and, didn't uh, ask them to they're like no my turn yeah can like, i can what? i do it yeah <laughs> no. my son is some little guy was insistent upon being the one to put the water on me <laughs> i don't know why he was but he was absolutely insistent that upon is it. awesome i wonder yeah. who that was i don't i I I could I got his my picture yeah, yeah, in my yeah, face, yeah. but I don't know. We've got know the video name. surveillance. Yeah. Yes, on that. we do. We do. We this do. Is, yeah. This is such a good community day for us. Yeah, yeah. It, it really was. was. We church. really needed it, and I love that we can have a good time. Um, you know, together, just in that kind of low budget, kind of fun way. It didn't have to be super stressful. Although I know even the simplest of events is a little stressful. So mm. I I know that that was also on on yeah. your plate. It yeah. worked out great. I yeah. think I, I think I told Cliff at one point, had I thought about it better, I would have said, can I have Monday through Saturday off the next week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but you yeah. know, I, I actually, yeah. I rested well last night. You know, I, I think I was just tired. Wow. Uh, but Hallie let me sleep in until eight. So that was good. And uh, not that she doesn't let make me get up early. <laughs> We're on a podcast. This is going to be horrible. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, it was uh, nice to get to get a little yeah. more rest this morning. And uh, actually, it was Jace who was jumping up on down, jumping up on me, and going, "You got to get up, Dad." So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I think uh, as long as we're throwing some props out, one other real quick one is uh, the folks who are part of uh, the the high school ministry. Mm, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, they just stepped they up. They know how to time. bring the party and, and, and they know was, how to serve at the party yeah. too. And, yeah. and that was something that Ellison, you mentioned, you said they just brought another level of celebration and yeah. they did. Yeah. It was yeah. so cool to watch them all do that. And uh, Delaney and Kennedy, these two young ladies helping out making balloons for the kids and just so enjoying awesome. themselves. And, yeah. and literally almost every station you looked at, there was somebody who was involved in the youth group, either yeah. as kids coming or as helpers yeah. that were yeah. helping out also in those stations. So, so cool. it was a real cool family affair. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're getting close on time. So Michael, I'm going to ask you some of the, uh, the common questions. Was there anything in your message you had to cut out for time's sake? 
Yeah. Um, that you would have liked to get into, I should say. Yeah. In fact, it was the day before I cut. Uh, I was timing out and I was, t- I, I wanted to keep it closer to 25 minutes, yeah. including the video that we had. And I really felt like I was supposed to go a little bit more into one specific part, but I had to cut it. And that was when I was talking about loving people mm. and how I've actually had friends of mine, people say, well, I don't even like people. <laughs> I, my challenge was for people to pray that God helps you to love people. Mm. And, and my warning was, if you do that, your heart will pay a price because you're going to start to be aware of the hurt and the pain yeah. that is going on in our world. So true. And I had about a, from, if I timed it out, it was probably about a five minute segment where I really walked through what does that look like? Because I've heard in my life, um, bring your hurt, your pain to Jesus, to the foot of the cross. And for the longest time, I didn't know what that looked like. Mm -hmm. And I had part, part of the sermon was I was actually going to take a picture out of me as a little boy and talk about how each of us have these pains. And in my case, I know I, I, there's times where people would look at a scenario and probably call it even a traumatic situation from my childhood. And each of these issues or, or times and moments in my life are like a picture. And some of us carry around albums And what I was going to say is um, taking your pain to Jesus, allowing him to influence that pain is kind of like really studying that picture and finding where Jesus is in the picture. And this is what was going to be part of the sermon, but it felt like it started to become a little bit too much of a tangent from really Mm -hmm. the original point and also a little bit too much time. But I definitely, I I was thinking it would make a little sense to just say, if you're going to love people, you're also going to get in touch with the pain. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, I think that's, what's so tough for, I think anybody who preaches, right? Because you could, you could include so much stuff, right? Cause it comes from God. It's good stuff. And it's things that we need to hear. I'm glad you shared it on the podcast, but that's the challenge, right? Of does it line up with where the message that God's given me goes? Great, great idea and great stuff you just said, but like, that is such a challenge. I'm glad we have the podcast that we can talk about things like that. Cause so many people need to know about that and to look at life that way. So, yeah. And there are that. other ways that you can communicate that too. I, yeah. I love that concept. I would love for you to, you know, think about how else you can communicate that out. Cause I think we in ministry fall into these little slots like, okay, yeah. I've got a podcast and then now yeah. and then I preach and then I don't know, maybe I write something, yeah. but it's like, we have a message to communicate. For so sure. like you can think of ways to sh- impart that to the world because mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last question um, before we wrap things up. It, was there anything cool or new that uh, you discovered in the process of, of writing this sermon out? Uh, about yeah. yourself, about scripture, anything like that. Or even maybe some insights uh, when you were on stage, something that you weren't, uh, expecting, you know, you know, um, the, the whole thing was, was new again for me to be perfect. Being the first time with Arbor, um, again, the, the pressure for me was, I just wanted to get myself out of the way and really let the, the message God has for, for our church and for any, anyone watching Mm -hmm. would be clear and, and I feel like I kind of got in my own way a little Mm bit, uh, at least in the early stages. Um, I, if I were to do it over again, maybe this is a good way to answer the question. 
I probably wouldn't be so scripture heavy on some of the examples I mm. gave and just trust that those examples can carry themselves mm. and just go. Um, and I think that would have helped me not worry so much about the time. Yeah. Um, and that would have freed me up to just really kind of go with once I got to what I would call the second half of the sermon where I started telling stories and just kind of was me. Yeah. And that would, that would be a little bit more powerful. Mm. I thought it was so cool from, from what I did see on Sunday, um, just how inclusive this Sunday was not only of, of the kids, but I thought it was so great to, to hear how Jesus works in people's lives through the stories of those testimonies that we did last year. It was, I thought it was so cool that you really took advantage of, sure, I am the speaker this Sunday, but I'm not going to be the only voice that's, that's talking. So I thought that was really cool of you to do that. Yeah, Thank I got to give you props for that. And that I know takes some work to do that, but that was really good. That was just a really good montage yeah. of people about their childhood experiences with God that they came back to it was really powerful. I hope many people feel led to serve the children yeah. of our church. When we did our child dedication portion of the day, we talked about um, that we're going to be a faith family that yeah. encourages children to find and follow Jesus. And we're not going to be a church that puts stumbling blocks in, in their way. And I imagine one way to do that is to serve in Arbor Kids, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, or support Arbor Kids in some yeah. way. Um, or Arbor students, because they still fall under, you know, the young part of our faith family. So how does somebody go about volunteering and being part of your ministry? Well, I would definitely, they, they could reach out to you um, via email or me. Definitely Allison at ArborChurch.com, Michael at ArborChurch.com. Uh, in fact, that's how I got going was really talking to you in the first place, mm. uh, which is awesome. But um, that that's the one thing that I know when it all ended out, I was like, oh, I missed that in the sermon. Oh, you did? I actually had it uh, the, d during the part of the sermon where I stopped. I actually stopped and said, I, I can't be up here without edifying all of the people who serve in kids ministry. Yeah. And part of that was supposed to be an ask. <laughs> and oh, I totally Here's missed the ask. ask. Here's I your missed ask. the point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you're listening to the podcast, that, you know, the, the, the ask is that even though we have amazing people and this ministry wouldn't function without them and that they love our kids, they're doing an amazing job leading the journey uh, with Jesus with these kids. We need help. We need more people who love our kids, not just people who are babysitters, but people who love kids, who want to serve kids. And if you at all feel called to do that, yeah, please reach out to me because we need your help. Yeah. So, Well, again, Michael, great job on Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that with us. And thank you for including the kids because, I, again, I wasn't here, but I heard it was amazing. I've heard nothing but awesome things about this last Sunday, and I'm bummed I missed it. But... Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, I am ready to close this out if you guys are. Do it, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching the follow-up podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.